Hey gang, this is Mike Totorella, otherwise known as Lucci, and you are listening to the Refill and Chill podcast. Stay tuned for a sneak preview of Banger Aid Volume 3. I need a refill. <laughs> Too many of them. What are we going to do? You and the chosen one! This is the way. Welcome back to Refill and Chill, the Star Wars Saturday edition. Today, we've got plenty to talk about. I'm your host, Dylan Fields, here with my co-host, Brennan Park. We have Mandalorian Season 3, Episode 1, Bad Batch Season 2, Episode 10 and 11. And we have what we will start off the show with, Brennan's trip to Galaxy's Edge. Brandon, why don't you just, right off the top, tell us about your experience. Well... It was an awesome experience. I got to spend my one year with uh, Caitlin. Uh, not on that day uh, at Galaxy's Edge, but during that trip, we went to Galaxy's Edge. Um, had a fantastic time. I wish that I would have uh, made reservations to the cantina, but I didn't think about that until I started doing a little bit more research on prep. Um, but I know for next time to uh, plan plan my next Disney trip to Galaxy's Edge a little bit more in advance. Um, I did, however, get an official blue milk. Um, wow. Yeah, I know. It was amazing. Uh, definitely want to start making that more often, honestly. that That's such a good drink. I need a refill. Ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you came- bring anything home? I did. I did bring something home. Uh, I spent a little more than I would have liked, but, you know, it was too cool to pass up. I ended up buying a uh, Count Dooku lightsaber. Wow, look at that thing. The the ni- the nice one. I didn't buy a blade because I couldn't um, fly at home with it, but... Uh, oh, so there's nothing in there? At, not now. I'm going to order one a blade for it but sweet yeah it's pretty cool i want to uh eventually hang it up above my desk in my office or something um so that was like the whole purpose of that but i I wanted to get count dooku because i just always like the curve and the the lightsaber like a little captain hook Mm -hmm. um actually was a lot heavier than i thought it was going to be too it looks heavy. It looks like it's just, it looks real. I, it, dude, it's honestly like, I I don't regret necessarily spending the money I did on it. Like it, it feels cool. It's like what I always wanted as like a kid when I, you know, like so the toy cool. lightsabers you would get as a kid. Yeah. I had like yeah, 10 it, of them. It's like what you, when you were like playing with the lightsaber, what you would actually think it would feel like. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it's pretty damn cool. So that was a cool. It's also kind of funny because they always joke around that the lightsabers are actually really heavy due to the force. Oh yeah! And don't go against the blade. Go with the blade. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
Yes. And um, we also found out that uh, me and Caitlin are not good pilots for the Millennium Falcon. Not oh. not good pilots. So you wouldn't do the cancel run in 12 parsecs? Uh, if I was the gunner, I probably would have a good chance. But um, I probably shouldn't have me flying the thing. Uh. I was doing good in the beginning, and then it... it uh, I I was trying too hard to bob and weave uh the tie fighters and everything. did Caitlin meet the height requirement for the ride like didn't it say you have to be this tall to ride the ride she did I she did close. meet it <laughs> it was a close call it, it's <laughs> such a cool ride though if you if you've never been to Galaxy's Edge you have to make a trip there uh it's it honestly blew me away like I I watched videos on it or like snippets of it and it's way cooler than i thought it was going to be even though i knew it was going to be cool like mm-hmm. that, that was easily worth how long did we wait in line like 40 minutes yeah an hour maybe it wasn't bad it was moving the whole time at least yeah and um we did uh star tours which is the uh, original ride that they had there it's updated though because it was cool you can ask uh Kaylin. I was going crazy when I saw Boba Fett was chasing us in the slave one. Oh yeah. The what? Oh. Oh yeah, it's not called that anymore. <laughs> what is, what what was the official name of that again? I don't know. I don't remember the new name. All I know is all I know is for them saying that's not called Slave One, they still merchandise it as Slave One. I'm I'm just saying that because I took a picture with uh the display they had of it. Of course. Yes. It was the um it was actually the ship that they used uh for when they were filming it. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. It was pretty cool. I'm glad uh, you had fun. I'm glad you're home safe. Yes. Did you mm-hmm. uh get any sleep last night? Because I woke up this morning really groggy from watching Mandalorian last night. Um I got a little bit of sleep. Probably not enough. I was fine for the morning. It was just Towards the end of the shift, it was not. I I could not wait to get out of there. The last hour or two, yeah. I had Star Wars theory on um from two o'clock to three o'clock, but at like two fifty, he goes, "Oh, it's up, it's up." So I quickly jumped over to Disney Plus, and I watched the stream, and I had Disney Plus on the TV with the soundbar, and oh my gosh, what an episode! Oh, yeah, it was a phenomenal episode. I did forget one, two things that I got also at Disney uh, that is Star Wars related. For our dog, since we named her Leia, we got her a little bandana that says <laughs> Princess Lay Around. Yes, she does lay around a lot. She does. And uh, thank you, Dylan, again for watching her um, with the short notice. <laughs> that was all right. Yeah. Have um, fun. Yes, and then we got another one because it was buy one, and get one. Boba Fetch. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Oh yeah. Oh Leia. Can't wait till she's big enough to put these on because I definitely want her to wear bandanas. She looks so cute. I know, especially when she does that thing where she just quickly sits up and goes. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I don't know where why she does that. She just she's always done that. She gets it from her mom. Oh, <laughs> silly. Wait, what is well, when she sits straight up and just like she's sitting on her butt, 
but it sits up. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I took a screenshot of it when I was on FaceTime with, um, yeah. yeah. Well, before we get into the this week's episodes, um, we did take last week off just due to some scheduling issues. And um, with everybody being on vacation, I was in Kansas, then I came back, and then you went to Florida. Uh, it was just going to be a little difficult for everything, but we do have a lot to talk about. But before we do that, I do want to jump into Star Wars news. Um, Rosario Dawson says that Ahsoka will premiere this fall. I am very excited for that. I'm hoping we hear more about not only Ahsoka, but Skeleton Crew at Star Wars Celebration in April. Yeah, we still, I still want to go to that with you some, one yeah, of these years. That'd be a dream. One uh, of these years. They're also going to announce the new Star Wars film at Star Wars Celebration. And Bob Iger says that Disney is going to lean harder into Star Wars. I like it. It's probably because... Disney Plus's main focus has been Marvel, it seems like, for the last two years. And now that they're going to step back from Marvel and kind of slow down, maybe we'll finally get to get more Star Wars content. I hope so. I, I hope that's the case, because I, I would agree they've gone really heavy in Marvel. Um, And I think, honestly, from doing this last sequel for Star Wars for the movies, it's... You know, they really didn't get good feedback, of course, and they really wanted to right. take their time and make things right. Um, at least that's what I'm hoping. Um, but then they put something out like The Mandalorian, and it all goes out the window because it's just perfection. So if they would just put out more content like that, it's, you know, nobody bats an eye. But when you mess with stories like Luke Skywalker, people get offended. Oh, yeah, and I can't blame them. Yeah. Uh, lastly, John Favreau has already written The Mandalorian Season 4. Uh, season 4, yeah, I've written it already. We have to know where we're going to fully tell a fully formed story. So we have mapped it out, Dave Filoni and I. Um, I think that's awesome because if you're just writing it season by season, it could go anywhere. And I kind of like that they have a more futuristic vision of where it's going. Yeah, me too. And I also like that he made uh, the comment that he never likes tying um, tying ends to anything. He likes there that there's always a possibility like, oh, like we could easily end this season with going into another season, no matter what it is. Like um, even Book of Boba, like they don't have to have another season of it, but they left the door open at least. Yeah. I wanted to go over the fact that everybody was bashing John Favreau on Twitter because in the, in that, I think it was that same interview um, with Dave Filoni. Uh, he said that season one and two of Mandalorian take place um, pretty much back to back, but then between season two and season three is like two years apart. Yeah, so, I, didn't, I didn't like that they didn't really, you know. They were, they were saying that Grogu was with Luke for two years. Yeah, I didn't really like that they didn't really say that in the show, and we had to find out that way. Mm-hmm. Um, well, because I, it felt like right after the events where Luke takes Grogu, it just felt like they jumped right into the Book of Boba Fett as if Book of Boba Fett takes place like that same year 
I didn't realize that this was two years later. Yeah, exactly. Like, why would Bubba wait two years to go to dethrone Tatooine? That's what I'm confused about. So I, I, I do look forward to um, possibly Star Wars Theory or New Rockstars to talk about that. I'm sure somebody will bring it up. Yeah, on how they they made that work, and mm-hmm. I mean, it feels like he would have had more than that in two years. Yeah, um, obviously still possible, but mm-hmm. especially since they were like welcoming him throughout that whole season, Boba yeah. Fett, like the new um crime lord. Um, but yeah, I, I I'm curious to see how um. Some people will come up with explanations for that, or if it will be a topic that we keep going back to uh, for a while now. Yeah. Well, why don't we jump into The Mandalorian? Um, I do want to point out that we do have eight episodes. Episode one was premiered or premiered today. Today is March 1st when we're recording. So for the next eight weeks, we have Mandalorian, and we just have a few more of The Bad Batch. About five more. Five more. It's going to take us to the end of the month because I'm pretty sure the last week we have two episodes. Yeah. Yep. I can't wait. Um, But hey, Mandalorian season three, episode one. Right off the bat, this episode, I was confused at first. I thought this was a flashback of Din Djarin getting sworn in, and then when I realized it was modern day because Din Djarin flies in his Naboo starfighter and saves the day from that alligator-like beast, that was incredible. Um, two very strong, I know I'm jumping around, but two very strong um, beasts that we see this week in the Bad Batch and Mandalorian, um, but we'll get to the second half once we get to the Bad Batch. Um, I wanted to get your, you know, your input on this opening scene. Um, were you surprised by the number of Mandalorians there were, or did you think that there was this many? Because when we were on that um, lunar planet that was just circular, there was only the two between the armor and the other one. I was just shocked to see this many Mandalorians. Yeah, so um, that planet that you're talking about, that's just, I'm pretty sure that's just a hideout for them. Um, cause they have several different little hideouts throughout the galaxy. Okay. Um, but yeah, I, I was surprised that there were that many. Um, I knew there would be a decent amount more, but the fact that there's even that many was crazy in my opinion. And I also thought that that was a flashback starting off the season. Yeah. Cause I thought it was referencing, oh, you can't take off your helmet mm-hmm. that, like, when he heard it the first time. There were some key things that this episode did that I was, you know, looking for. I kept asking myself, okay, in season one, we were introduced to Grogu. In season two, the first episode, they show Boba Fett still alive. Season three, what were we going to get? And I had a couple of different things I thought could happen, but with the way the story went, I don't know that i really felt fulfilled there so that was shame on shame on me for expecting more than i got but seeing the purgles or purgles the whales flying in hyperspace was incredible 
to bring those to live action to prove to us that those things exist, those things are real. Ezra is out there, and I can't wait for Ahsoka. And Thrawn is out there too. Oh, he! I think he shows up in the show. I think he does. I think he does too. Um, worst comes to worst, he's the post credit scene at the end of the season. Yeah, because they. Why would you spoil it now? That is like Ahsoka's big moment is going to be finding Thrawn and Ezra, but maybe we just see in a post credit scene, just like maybe Thrawn and Ezra together. Yeah, exactly. Um, cool to see Carl Weathers' character again. Um, when he went back to Navarro to see an old friend, and they pointed out that Cara Dune was on a special mission. <laughs> yeah, I I like that they went that way, um, rather than another way that I thought they were gonna go. I well, they they, were- they at least keep her character open to come back in a way, mm-hmm. like she's not dead. <laughs> yeah, she could have she could have been killed off screen. Um, yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. One of my favorite parts of the episode, though, was when the pirates showed up. I was like, no way Hondo's here. No way Hondo's here. But no, no Hondo. And then it was really weird. It felt like Pirates of the Caribbean when that <laughs> that pirate ship was out there in space. Like, it was just animated like the Pirates of the Caribbean uh, villain. And I think oh, it was, I think it was the third Jones. movie. Davy Jones, yeah. Oh, I was like, I love Pirates of the Caribbean. I haven't watched those movies in so long, but I like them too. I remember as a kid, um, the one scene that I forget which one it is. It might be the one with Davy Jones in it. They start off on the ship and the the birds like eating the dude's eye. I remember yeah. that gave me like nightmares. Yeah. Like, <laughs> is that Last Man or no Dead Man's Chest? No. Black Sea. Black Sea. Or is it Curse of Davy? I don't know. If it, I don't know. Um, I loved Boba Freak or Babu Freak. It was that actually Babu Freak though? So that's what I was. That's what I was held up on when I saw there's more than one. I was like, wait, is it just his race or was that actually Babu Freak? I think it was Babu Freak though. I think that's just his species, but I think one of them was Babu Freak. So yeah, well, I think the one that Grogu picked up was Babu Freak. I think the one that's like the mechanic, the one who could fix all droids, droid go uh, a uh, black. I think that was Babu Freak. Yeah. Oh, I love, dude. I loved that so much. I was so glad that happened. Episode one. Yeah. Oh my god, when Grogu picked him up, though. <laughs> oh like... yeah, that killed me. <laughs> no, Grogu. <laughs> Do you think Uh-oh. he was trying to eat him? I don't know. I think he said he's not a pet or something like that. Not a, not a pet. Yeah. Yeah, that was great. Um, seeing Mandalore, I, I this episode did jump around a bit. He was trying to go to Mandalore to fulfill his um quest quest of becoming like one with the armor again because this is the way. And then he goes to um, Bo-Katan and says, I want to join you. So I was confused. I was like, well, wait, so what is it? You're on Mandalore. Are you trying to become one of the, um, the what's their fucking, what's their group called? Death Watch? Yes. Are you trying to be a Death Watch or are you trying to be one with Bo-Katan? Because <laughs> you don't have to wear your helmet for that. Yeah. 
just confused. But, you know, she talks about superstition, this and that. It's all mumbo jumbo. But then he's like, okay, so I could tell he was leaning towards like, then what's up with the sword? Why can't you take the sword then? <laughs> yeah, I, I I feel like Bo-Katan's going to end up being bad. You think? She just seemed way too salty. Well, the last time we saw that throne, I believe, was when Darth Maul sat on it. Is that the same place? I is it the same castle? Mm, good question. I don't that, think. So. I don't think that was on Mandalore. Yeah. No. Yeah, because that was just a planet in the Mandalore um, solar system. Yes, which I did not know was an actual thing. Hmm. Did you know that? That Mandalore is a system. Yeah. No. No, I did not know that. Makes sense, but I didn't know that it was a system. I'm not up on my uh, astro- astrology for the systems in the Star Wars galaxies. I'm not either, but that was the first time I'd ever even heard it mentioned. That I can that really stuck with me at least. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I thought it was a phenomenal episode, even when. Um, I thought Mando was gonna be able to fix the um uh, assassin droid. Yeah, was it G eleven? Couldn't even tell you. IG eleven. IG eleven. Yeah. yeah. Instagram eleven. Mm-hmm. Um, how it just automatically went to uh kill mode. Yeah. So they just basically have to redo the whole memory on him, and that's what episode two is basically gonna lead us into. Hopefully, they don't beat around too much with that. Well, okay, but here's the thing, though. He said he was leaving the planet to go get that part, and then he goes straight to Bo-Katan and says, I'm here to join you. But then he also is going to Mandalore to... So he's got like three <clears throat> three parts to this mission. The, did he actually say that he was going to join her? I thought he just yes. needed her help. No, he's, he said, I'm here to join you. And just to realize that everyone left her. Yeah. So I was just lost. I'm like, wait. So he needs the part to go to Mandalore in order to bathe in the Mandalorian waters. But what's this? What's this with Bo-Katan? Is he just side questing to get the redemption to then fulfill his destiny to be a Mandalorian with Bo-Katan? It's just I don't know. I hope that they make it a little more clear in the next episode of what his plan is. Yeah, I hope so too. Or Grogu at least by the this? end of the season. And where's is... Grogu fit in all this? Um, I think he's gonna obviously. I think it's pretty obvious that he's gonna be the next uh, Mandalorian Jedi or Jedi Mandalorian. Well, I think sure. so. I think so too. But he needs to be useful. So if he's not gonna just follow Mando around, like I hope that they utilize his um, force powers or. Even seeing him with the dark saber at some point this season would be crazy. That would be crazy. I like that he was teaching him the how to use the ship. Yeah, that was cool. I, I want to see Grogu fly. <laughs> at some point. Yeah. Oh, I loved it. What did you rate this episode? Um, nine out of ten. I I, I would give it a ten out of ten. I wish it was slightly longer. Yeah. I gave it an eight for the runtime and for the 
confusion of the storyline of just the different plots that he's forming. That's fair. That's fair. I thought it was full of action. The characters were awesome. You know, this didn't have a lot of depth to the episode because it was kind of a recap of just what's been going on since season two. Because it's been two years. Think about it. It's been two years. I mean, we did get him in the two episodes of Boba Fett. But if you're a, a stubborn asshole who doesn't want to watch Boba Fett, you missed all this. So, yeah, that's what you get. Mm-hmm. Quit, quit being so stubborn. <laughs> Um, anything else from the Mandalorian season three, episode one? Uh, no, I'm very excited for the season. Uh, I wonder how big of a role the pirates are going to end up playing in this. Yeah. Was that a one-time thing or will we get more? I think, I think we get more because the skeleton crew is pirates. Yeah. I, I feel like they just hyped it up way too much to, you know, just throw it away. Yep, Especially yep. that huge ship and the fact they even brought the pirates back yet that episode. I'm like, I don't I don't know. I still feel like Moff Gideon's gonna have something in this series. He'll break out of prison. Somehow, some way. Yeah. Um but yeah, that's all I have for this episode of uh The Mandalorian, uh season three. Um do you want me to get into Bad Batch then? Yeah. Bad Batch episode 10, which was uh, kind of a slower episode. It was actually episode... Oh, you want me to do 10? Yeah. Oh, whoops. Hold on. I mean, unless you want to skip it, because it was kind of a dud. I I, yeah, I was kind of hoping we could. Yeah, just uh, real quickly, episode 10, uh, they get their ship back, and they leave the planet. They're pissed at Sid. Um, we meet a new character who sounds like Ezra. Uh yeah, so that was last week and it was kind of boring. Brandon, episode eleven. Yeah. Episode ten wasn't a fan. Um episode eleven, we start off um in space where we see an Imperial uh science vessel uh drops out of hyperspace after uh they let the beast, the Zillow Beast, out. Um, which we didn't know until a little bit later in the episode. Um but we see uh, that the Zillow Beast is just in love with anything electric um, and just goes for the Commando's electric, uh, electro staff, which I don't know why they chose that if they knew the Zillow Beast was going to like electric and literally grows off of electric. Yeah. Um. So basically that's how we start off the episode and then we get the the bad batch talking to Sid um kind of like what the fuck why did you just leave us and not do anything um and she's like oh calm down you got your ship um and then gives them another mission which I don't think they really wanted to do until she offered them 50% of the earnings um so they go check out this ship um and find out that the ship was a science uh, vessel where they were doing clones. Um, or it was a cloning facility, but it wasn't on like normal clones. They were trying to expand more than clones. Um, and then they run into this. They were cloning. Uh, obviously they were trying to clone the Zillow beast and they're, they're going to at some point. Um, 
but the Zilla Beast attacks them, ends up escaping. They find it, but it's too late. The Zilla Beast grows huge after finding the power grid uh, to the village. Um, but then the Empire swoops in, captures it with um, a weapon that sort of reminded me of the Death Star on the way it shoots. Yeah. He was like a little satellite that shot. Um which I thought that was pretty interesting. I wonder what it shot to make it paralyzed like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and what their plans are going to be with the Zilla Beast as well. Obviously, it's going to be used for military purposes, but... Yeah. Um, it was pretty cool seeing that. And we go back to... Uh, what's the name of the planet that they uh, have their prison at? Because they're talking to the um, Kaminoans as Lamasu. Um, they bring Lamasu out of uh, prison, which I thought he was dead. Yeah, me too. Yeah, same with Nalase. I thought Nalase was maybe going to be dead too. Um, but Lamasu basically. Um, He's trying to get his freedom back and throws Nalase under the bus. Yeah. After Nalase won't help the Empire whatsoever. Um, and says that they need a young girl that's with mm-hmm. the Bad Batch, um, who's obviously Omega. It is. Uh, and that will be their way of controlling Nalase. And that's the end of the episode. Um Pretty eventful episode. It was a good way to bounce back from last week. Yeah. Um, and even the week before, even though I kind of enjoyed the week before, I liked episode nine. I didn't like it as much as this episode, but it it, it was okay. I, I just thought episode 10 could have, they didn't have to do that. Um, I just think that it was awesome. They were like Palpatine, like they name dropped Palpatine um, cloning stuff. And... Like we know his higher purpose is to clone himself because he's going to somehow return. Yes. He always returns somehow. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, I, I really enjoyed the episode. I didn't get to watch it um, as soon as I would have liked to have. I, I kind of wish that I would have stayed up and watched it a little bit more, but uh, I ended up watching it after work and now we're recording after I watched it. Yeah. I stayed up really? till three to watch The Mandalorian, and when I woke up again at seven to get ready for work, I watched The Bad Batch. But yeah, no, I, yeah, I absolutely loved it. Um, I was really happy that both episodes were so good for yeah. both. Um, I think I really they purposely going to slack a little bit this one to give well, the man shine. I feel like they kind of had to. Because if the Bad Batch wasn't a bang, it was just going to get out. It would have just gotten phased out. You know, you would be watching The Mandalorian and then you'd be like, eh, I guess I have to watch The Bad Batch. But like episodes like that make you want to come back and be like, okay, I'm watching both. So I would be shocked to see the statistics of who watched The Bad Batch first because I don't think people did. Yeah, no, I, I highly doubt it. Mm hmm. Unless some people live under a rock and just didn't know the Mandalorian. True. Yeah. Which or you, some crazy. people just like Disney was promoting it like crazy. 
Yeah, some people just like the animation shows, but I can't imagine you'd be skipping out on The Mandalorian. Yeah, absolutely not. But that wraps it up for this episode. Um, glad to be back. Glad to get you home safe last night. Um, hey. We will be heading over to Hold My Bev, so check that out. I know Brandon's got some exciting news about um, a certain shout-out, so we'll talk about that in the other show. Head over to Hold My Bev podcast to hear all of our sports gambling and sports news talk. Um, I'm your host, Dylan Fields, here with Brandon Park, signing off. Peace. Peace. And I will never change. I couldn't even if I want to for you. There's nothing left to say. If I was you, if I was you, then I was dead. A thousand miles away. Chill out, dick